what it is, Saints. What's up? Kenneth, I'm just playing. No, I ain't going to do all that. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. You're half of the podcast. Do I set something up? All right, cool. I'll just replace you with Marcel. Listen. No, he didn't want to do it. <laughs> no, Marcel said he didn't want to do it. Like, he called me and said he didn't do it. No, he didn't. Shut up, fool. <laughs> now, we are here with the very, I'm going to say special, slash sad, slash touching, moving episode today. Yeah. For our wrestling fans, it's been a rough weekend for you guys. It's been a rough week, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> First, we lose a hardcore legend. Himself, WB Hall of Famer, Terry Funk. That hurt. But they were like, hey, want us to do it again? And then we lose Bray Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That right. would hurt for real. I was like, yeah. Bray Wyatt, dude? For those of you who don't know, I mean, you should know. If you don't know, now you, now you know. We about to educate like, you. Bray Wyatt was. I, don't, I, so it it's it's taken me a while to kind of figure out and put the words together as to like how I would describe Bray, Bray Wyatt or Wyndham Rotunda as his non wrestling name would be. It took me a while to try and figure out exactly what, how I would, like, describe him to people who don't watch wrestling. And for those, and I want to get this out of the way now before I, I, before I get into this, I want to address this now. It doesn't matter if he's a wrestler, if he's a musician, if he's, if it's a TV star, if it's a family member, if it's a cat, it's a dog. It's your neighbor, it's your fucking co-worker, or if it's the fucking mailman next door. Mm-hmm. You do not have the right to tell other people how to mourn uh, how to mourn somebody's death. Or it does if, not matter. Or if they're even allowed to. For those who don't know, for a little context go to uh, add to what Zim's going to, there was a TikTok video of this dude named DJ... He said that you're not allowed to mourn Bray Wyatt or William uh, Wyndham Wyndham Rotunda because you don't know him personally, which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. You took the time to hop on Al Sharpton's internet to use your platform, and instead of spreading light, and and here's a little background for homie Mr. DJ himself. This man is notorious for just. Spewing bullshit. Being a piece of shit. This is the same man that came onto the clock app and said, I have cancer. I'm dying. So he could get clicks and likes and get views on his shit. He physically came onto this app. Where he said he had cancer? Where he came out and said, I have cancer and I'm sick and this, that, and the third. And he literally had people believing it. Just so people, so he could find out, and just so people lied that that you fucking lied. But then you have the gall to come out and say you can't gate. You're gatekeeping somebody's death, right? I I I don't understand it. And the the idea of saying 
you didn't know so and so, so you can't mourn him. And we, as if you're a fan of hip hop, you've noticed that there's a trend of rappers dying young. XX Tension, Nipsey Hussle, Pop Smoke, the whole nine. And you have people every time a rapper gets killed, you 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 didn't know this rapper personally. You didn't listen to this rapper personally, so you can't you can't be sad. So it's nothing new for us rap fans. But the idea of saying that, oh, you didn't know this person, so you can't mourn them is stupid. It's asinine to say the least. Yes, I used the school word. But it's like, okay, I didn't know Michael Jackson. I didn't know Michael Jackson, never met Michael Jackson, never went to a concert of Michael Jackson. I wish I could. But when Michael died, a part of me died, it felt like, because that was my childhood. That's something I grew up with watching my whole life. So when we lost Michael Jackson, it hurt. When we lost Chadwick Boseman, I didn't know Chadwick Boseman personally. But watching all his magical characters that he brought to the screen, from King to Charlie to James Brown to, to Thurgood Marshall to Jackie Robinson, he was a great actor. So when he passed away, it hurt but again so this all ties back to Bray Wyatt for those who know him as his wrestling name or Wyndham Rotunda those who know him personally it hurts because this is somebody that we watched for 10 years probably longer honestly and I it's I I hate it because it's like this is a time and in in the video he says in the video he says it's time, this is, his family wouldn't want people to mourn. He wanted his, fa- his family, want people to shut the fuck up and leave them alone. No. Like, and, he, and, and what pisses me off more about that video is that he brings up Brody Lee. And for those of you who don't really, who aren't really in the wrestling world, Brody Lee was also a member of the tag team that him, Bray Wyatt, and Eric Rowan were all part of called... The Wyatt family. Brody Lee was a very, very loved and very treasured part of the wrestling community. Oh, yeah. This man was... This man was one of the most gentle... I Like I said, I didn't know him personally, but from the stories that I read and the people and that the, he's helped... And the stories and the that we've heard. And the stories that I've heard and things like that, he's left an impact on people. And when he died about a year ago or so, that left a hole in a lot of people's lives. And then... It's the fact that this man said, oh, well, I was, or, uh, he was my Brody teacher. Lee was my teacher. And I'm like, Brody Lee would be rolling over in his grave right now. Talking about, like, with the slander that, like, how dare you? How dare you attach his name to such bullshit that spools out of your mouth? And I'm not going to sit here and drag him and give him more attention than he already has. Because he wanted to come out here and give him... And, and and that's all it is. He used the opportunity attention. to get attention. That's the problem. And that's the problem. But <sighs> And it's the fact that you had the gall to tell people how to mourn or who to mourn or what they should do. Or if they can even mourn in the first and place. if they can even mourn. And that is complete, utter, the most disrespectful thing you can do. Alright? And I'm just... I was floored at it, but I also was so mostly spent. Like I honestly, I don't think I've ever rolled my eyes that hard in my life when I heard that video. I was like, if you don't shut up, just shut up. And it's just the problem is people. Here's the thing with the internet. You know what I'm saying? You know the internet moves so fast. You know news spreads so quick on the internet, and then the things that people do. 
always say social media and likes and clout and, and clout is such a drug that people would do or say anything just to get likes and clicks. So this this I might as well keep saying his name. This dude with this video saying that you can't mourn Bray Wyatt. Let's just be honest. He probably doesn't believe half the shit he's saying. He just wants to get a rise out of the wrestling community. That's all it is. Because, you know, like Michael Jackson said, all publicity is good publicity. All of it. So if you're trying to make a name for yourself, whether you're trying to be a baby face, using wrestling terms here, or a heel, all publicity is good publicity for you. So to say that oh, you can't mourn Bray Wyatt because you didn't know him personally... It's just, he's, I bet you, he, I bet money, he does not believe that shit in his head no, or he in his does. heart. No, he does because he's come out and said multiple times because on the, in the TikTok community, there's a thing where they do these promo battles and it's the promo battle community where they post themselves cutting a promo. And I guess that there's been numerous times, there's been numerous reports coming from numerous people into, in the promo battle community on TikTok that he has said some very outlandish and some very bullshit things because he used to go by the name, I think it was Chad, I think it was, not Chad, I don't remember what it was, but it was something Tombstone was like his persona. And he went by that name and this man has had a, so much bullshit just attached, to, so much negativity attached to his name that he's gotten banned from the promo battle community, as he should. Jesus. And like I said, I'm not going to give it any more attention. I just want to say... That I hope he thought it was worth it. Mm -hmm. I hope that, you know, I hope he got the attention he deserves. Because the only thing he's going to get from me is a giant fuck you. And I'm going to move on. Because I have not felt like, I have not felt this upset since Bray Wyatt. Or since uh, Dusty Dusty Rhodes passed away 10 years ago. And to give folks a little context, it's like, oh, it's just wow. a wrestler. Oh, it's, it's been just 10 years this. already that Dusty Rose has been gone? Not 10 years, but oh. it's been, I think it's been like 8 or 7, something like that. Mm-hmm. But people are always like, oh, it's just a wrestler and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, let me, let me, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of background. These, when it comes to wrestling, it's like Bray said it himself. He said it himself. He says wrestling is a, lo- is a love store for a masochist. Which means that it's not something that everyone will understand. But it's the same it's the same rhetoric when it's your favorite musician dies. It's the same when your favorite uh your athlete. Your favorite athlete. It's the same when like because these people, you have to think about it. These people put their bodies on the line three hundred out of three hundred and sixty five days of the year. Which means out of the entire year, they are on the road for 300 of those days. They're away from their families. They're away from soccer games. They're away from graduations, weddings, like graduate, you know, graduations and things like that. They're, they're taking the time out of their lives to basically put on a show for us and be able to entertain us and become a part of our lives. Because... As I said, I wrote a long I wrote a long post on Facebook and I posted it on my personal page and on my personal Instagram. And I and it's the fact that I, I, I mentioned it and it mentions the fact that like 
us wrestling fans get a lot of flack for watching wrestling because it's not cool. It's not, you know, it's not the most common thing to watch because wrestling has this aura around it. The fact that, you know, wrestling has always been known as this weird world and wrestlers have been called carnies. They've been called oddballs. They've been called all kinds of things. But the one thing that they did the most was they entertained people. And that's what these people did. They entertained people and they let people escape. And they let people use that as a caveat to express themselves in ways that they couldn't. And I mentioned that in my long post. I said, wrestling gave me the ability to escape from life when life got too real. It gave me the ability to express myself through these characters, through these larger-than-life characters that people go, well, he's odd. Like, that's real. Like, why, like, why are you so infatuated with this six-foot-five undead cowboy that's digging, that's talking about taking souls? I'm like, because it's not that I want to be him. It's the fact that he is, he, he's giving me, he's, inter- he's entertaining me. He's, he's giving me the key to escape from things that I don't necessarily want to deal with. And it's, it's a therapy for people. Everybody has that thing that gives them solace and that gives them therapy. It could be music. It could be movies. It could be gaming. It could be anything. Like, everyone, like, and I hate, going back to the gatekeeping thing, it's always, I hate when people are like, why are you, why are you, why are you saying so-and-so? Like, people are always like, oh, Juice World saved my life or X saved my life. And then people are like, what the fuck, what do you mean? I'm like... Because it gives that, them, that's it what it means. It gives them a hope. It gives them right. This person is living vicariously through this person. Or it's for for me, I'll put it like this: since you bring up Juice Hard and Eggs, to add it to your for me, I, I say Kid Cudi saved my life, and people like a lot of people agree with they understand what I mean by that because like when I was in high school, like my sophomore year, oh, I was depressed, bro. Like I just did not want to be on Earth. Like, I just wanted to end it all, but I was just too afraid to do it. And then Kid Cudi dropped soundtrack to my life. And I was like, finally, somebody who I could relate to. It's all about being able to relate to this person. And, you know, for a lot of us, for a lot of us wrestling fans, a lot of us wrestling fans, you know, we're just entertained. It's just, they, they entertain us. They just they make us happy, you know? Uh, well, <laughs> like, it's more than and it's not even that it's like it's alright I've been watching wrestling since I was a kid right so if any like Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all fucking time if anything happened to Shawn Michaels I would be devastated I would shut down you probably wouldn't hear from me for like a month or two cause and that's how it is for a lot of people with Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt is a big part of their life so when he passed away it hurts Cause you're not gonna be able to see the magic or the creativity of Bray Wyatt anymore, and it's it's just a horrible, sad reality. Well, it also goes into the fact that, like, well, not to mi- not to forget Terry Funk. Rest in peace, Terry Funk. Yes, too. yes. This is not just not just Bray Wyatt. It's, it, it's just speaking in general. But what I'm saying is, is like, it's like going back to what the what these people do is, like I said, they're larger than life characters, but they're also human, and there's times in their careers where they let themselves kind of open up 
and they kind of let themselves be vulnerable and they bring us into their world. Like we see, like social media has given us the biggest tool to look, to, to connect with somebody that we've never actually met. They give us those tools. And because of social media, a wrestler can go on and say, you know, hey guys, I have to retire. Or, hey guys, I'm injured. Or, you know, my wife passed or I my dog passed or something like that. And we connect to them because it's like, man, like, I had a kid, or I had a, you know, I had a dog, and they passed, and we send them love and support and things like that, and it may not be a direct, like, connection that we have with our best friend, but it's a connection that we build with that wrestler, and there's people who are going through things, like mental health issues and stuff like that, who reach out to these wrestlers, and they reach out to these larger-than-life figures, and they go, hey, man, I just want to let you know, watching you save my life. You know, I've just been depressed and watching you gave me the motivation to never like for me, like peeling back the curtain a little bit back in like 2009, 2010, I was the biggest John Cena fan because his whole never give up thing, his whole never give up shtick and everyone, everyone wanted to call him, you know, super Cena and this and that and the third and it was cool, you know, whatever. But that message of that, that image of him always holding up a little towel that said, never give up, never quit always it like me being in like like a freshman year and like in eighth grade and stuff like that i didn't i used that as motivation to do things to get through life because it was a it was a tough patch for me in my life and around that time it seems like never give up never quit i connected with cena and i was the biggest cena fan and at that and it's and in everyone we here's here's a, a side note Wrestling fans are aware that it's fake. Please stop saying that. We are very aware, aware that it's fake. Like, you don't go up to an artist. You don't go up to a fucking anime fan and go, that's not real. You don't go up to a person who loves movies and go, that's not real. L- like, let it be. We understand that it's fake. But we use it as an escape. We use it as therapy. We want to We want to be able to believe that it. this fucking dude wearing this red mask set his brother on fire we want to believe that this guy kidnapped his his boss's wife so that way he can win a title we want to believe that because it's an escape it's a reality that we are not that we want to be a part of because it lets us be happy and when bray died it he touched so many people and again i don't know him personally but the impact that he left on the wrestling community this man went away for mental health issues, which is a very common thing amongst men and people all across the world. He went away for mental health issues. He said he lost his way. This man lost two of his best friends in a in he lost yeah no yeah he lost two people that he loved in a calendar year. It fucked with his head, and he had to go away. And people can relate to that. Like I've had a lot of people in my life pass away. And I didn't, the only thing I could do was go, damn. And then what did I do? I got, right, I got back to it and I got back to, um, Chris, take it away. But I got back to it and I got back to living my life. But, you know. Yeah, it's just like when when somebody you love dies, it's it's tough. It's just, it's, it's hard to deal with it. Like, grief is no joke, you know. And to be candid for a minute, like, I lost somebody that was close to me a couple of months ago. And, you know, 
it was the first time in a while that I actually, you know, actually broke down and cried over a person leaving, leaving me or, you know, passing away, you know, and one thing I would say, nobody's going to tell you how to grieve. There's no calendar. Uh, there's no timeline when it comes to grieving. There's no playbook when it comes to grieving. If you want it, sometimes grief will just come on you out of nowhere. You'll be happy. You'll be smiling, joking with your friends. Next thing you know, you just want to cry because you just thought that a certain song came on that reminded you of that person or, you know, a certain aroma comes and it reminds you of that person that you love and you they're not here with you anymore. And one thing you can't do with grief, you can't outrun grief. You can't outwork grief. You can bury yourself and work all you want. I've tried it. You can't outsleep grief because it's going to be right there waiting for you when you wake up. So losing Bray Wyatt, it's... it's it's tough. It it's it hurt a lot of people because he just made a positive impact on the world. You know? Like he was just that type of person. I never like like Zim said, I never met Bray Wyatt. I wish I could have met Bray Wyatt. I wish I knew him personally, but I don't. But just the creativity that he brought to the screen, just you know, the positivity he brought to people's lives, that's unmatched. There will never be another Bray Wyatt. Just like there will never be another Tom Brady, there'll never be another LeBron, another Michael Jackson, nothing. Like, you know, granted, thank God we still have Brady and LeBron. But those are just like once-in-a-lifetime talents, if you will. And so if we were to lose those two, Brady and LeBron, it would be devastating. Like when Kobe died, it shocked the world, you know? Because we didn't expect Kobe to leave like that. Kobe, Gianna, Gianna's teammates, her family, their families, it was, it's hard. You know, a lot of people are still grieving over Kobe, Kobe's death. And it's been three years since Kobe's passed away. A lot of people are still mourning over Nipsey. You know, there's just no there's no time t- time limit when it comes to grief. That's my point. You know, Zim just came back with Taco Bell. <laughs> this this episode is brought to you by Taco Bell. Nachos Bell Grande. <laughs> uh, well, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. When, but when Bray died, it left a hole, this void that he was such a creative mind too, dude. Like that's what I was saying. He had such this like crazy way of thinking things, and it's it's honestly a career that ended too soon. Too soon, and it's just. Whatever you want to believe in, the stars didn't align, or whatever the fuck you want to believe in, it was just. It wasn't written in the table. wasn't written in the table. And it's the fact that he was only thirty six. That's the part that gets me. It's the me. fact that he was only thirty six. I just turned twenty nine this year. Right, so and that's I'm... what's scary, dude. I'm twenty eight. Right. Like that's not too far away. Like I was talking to my mentor, Mister Maurice. Shout out to Mister Maurice. Love you, man. I was like, it, it's a blessing to see that I'm. I made it to twenty nine. In a day and age where people who look like us aren't making it to 21. At all. And that's the scary part is, is like, I laugh at it because it's a, it's a joke sometimes. But I remember watching this clip of this kid and this, this teacher asked me, he said, what do you want to be when you grow up? He said, alive. I was like, damn. Like, I'm funny. it's funny at first, but it's like... You think about the reality. You think about it and you're like... You think about the longevity of African-American men in our country. Not even just African-American men, just people in general, like... To, to kind of steer off of it, but it's the same path. So, let... I mean, we got to talk about it. It's the fact... 
and you can you can say what kind of whatever conspiracy theories you want, whatever the fuck, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that like you got all these fucking athletes all of a sudden just passing out. And like just the, like like the rookie these... the rookie that's more recent the rookie than uh, Miami. Yeah. Well that was a concussion. Well, okay, that makes... That was a concussion. But he passed out, right? Well yeah, he was okay. he was unconscious. But right. it was the fact that we can, like, we can go back last season to Demar Hamlin to Demar Hamlin like that was like and then we could talk about Bronny that Bronny that like, was Bronny's only what like nineteen Bronny's not even Bronny's not like, even twenty years old yet and cardiac arrest cardiac arrest and the boy's a better shape than I am he's in way better shape than me well, I, I got think. titties and shit but you know <laughs> nah you don't got titties I got titties. <laughs> <laughs> I got love handles, nigga. Like, <laughs> like you know, fucking like, the fact that you got these athletes who are top tier at you know at the top peak of their health, and they're you know they got their whole lives ahead of them, and they're you know they're in good health, and it's scary because all of a sudden they just you look collapse. on the news, and all of a sudden they're just they're collapsing. Like, yeah, they're collapsing, and they're just sitting there, and they just fall over, and it's like. I don't, like I said, you can use whatever conspiracy theory you want. You can say, oh, well, they all took the COVID shot. And there must be something with COVID because Bray Wyatt had COVID and he must have had the the shot. The moment you blame the shot, I immediately stop listening. Right. That's just me. That's a side note. Do your thing. Whatever. I don't care. I'm like, if you want whatever fucking aluminum hat you got on, fine. That shit's weight on a little too tight. But... It's, for me, it's like fuck conspiracy theories. Let me just be a human being and mourn this person's life. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying like I just it's it's just crazy, dude. Like you got like you got to check up on your people, and that's why I made that post. And <laughs> it's kind of weird because last Sunday I had just made a post talking about check up on your people, and I sent out text messages to people that I haven't talked to in a long time, and I'm like. You hey, hit, man, I just you want hit, to you know. You hit the group chat saying, you know, I'm glad, you know, I'll, whatever you're doing in life, you know, I'm just hopeful you, you're doing all right. I was like, where'd that come from? But yeah. I was like, I was just like, some, you know, we need to hear it. Exactly. And I'm like, we, and then this is kind of going off the rails, but it's it kind of coincides with it. You know, like I said, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm going to get emotional about it. But, you know, rest in peace, Bray Wyatt. Rest in peace, uh, Tom, Terry, Terry Funk. Terry Funk. And rest in peace, Bob Barker. And rest in peace mm-hmm. to the lady that voiced... Um, um, Harley Quinn, she passed away too. So that's four deaths this week. Rest in peace to the people that were killed in Jacksonville too at the at the uh, the general. I don't want to talk about that. In, I don't want to get into that. I, I do not. All I'm saying is we need to. All I'm gonna speak. All I'm gonna say about this situation in Jacksonville, if this is this is a warning, if you are silent when it comes to Nazis and white supremacy, you are an enemy. If there are three people at a table and one Nazi sits down at your table, you don't say anything, you have four Nazis. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Moving on. Because I can go all day about that. I'll turn into Huey P. Newton in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, I'm not. But I'm I not. I'm, I'm not. The only thing I will say is it's so sad that at the point that we just look at our phones and go. Damn. Another damn, one. Another one. And it's like. Wait, what do you mean? Like you're not sad? I didn't say oh, I was. I'm, I'm not sad. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not, not I'm sad. I'm not saying I'm not sad. I just. It's just like I'm so numb to it, dog. Because we, the people, can only do so much. It comes down to our elected officials. But I'm not gonna go into that. We've already got enough political episodes. Fuck it. But I, I want to kind of put this into a lighter note because you know, like you said, I'm gonna get emotional too. 
if you are doing fine right now in life, I'm proud of you. If nobody's told you, I'm proud of you. Damn it. If you're going back to school like I am next month, if you're starting a business or, you know, you got promoted at your job or, you know, you want to know if you're doing great as a parent, you're doing a damn fine good job as a parent right now. And you you need to hear that. All right. If nobody told you, fuck it, Chris will tell you. Zim will tell you. You're doing a good job. We're proud of you. I think the problem is, is that we, as a people, have steered so far away from taking care of each other. And we've let social media be, kind of dictate how we live our lives. Oh, absolutely. And we've become this... Like, we, we, we go on social media and tout and praise about, take care of your mental health. Check on your homies. And, you then know? We, and that's just for show. And, and like, that's just for show because the moment somebody's going through something and they hit you up, you leave them on red or you leave them on scene or you don't answer the phone call... And then you get that, and then you see that rest in peace post, and you're like, damn, I just talked I, to him. I'm like, well, probably. Did you? Right. I'm like, did you, or was he trying to talk, or were they trying to talk to you because they were the, you were the only person that they found that they could trust in, but you weren't there, and so they said, fuck it. If he doesn't give a fuck, I don't fuck. I don't give a fuck. And we have steered so, the, the hypocrisy. You know what we need to do as a people? I'm not trying to cut you up, but here's... We, as a people, need to go back to village mentality. You know the saying, it takes a village to raise a kid? Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't take a village to raise a kid. It takes a village to raise each other up. Yep. We, we have to go back to the village mentality. Yep. You know, we always say, like Zim said, check on your people and all that. Da, da, da. We post that and, you know, cool. Men's Mental Health and this Awareness Month. Woo. You know, and then we do nothing. We need to go back and start taking care of one another. Granted, because times are hard right it's now. It's so hard. Right Life now. is hard right now. It's so hard. Everything's right going now. up in price. Your job, the jobs where you people got people making twenty, thirty an hour, they still can't some, live comfortable. Some people can't even find a job. Some people can't find a job. Homelessness is going insane right now. You got people when sending we, their kids to school and they don't know if they're going to come back. Right. We need to start taking care of each other, because, like I said. Life is no joke right now. Life is whooping Scary, everybody's dude. ass. I don't care who you are. There, no one's safe. I don't right. give a fuck. If you if you are on social, if you're alive right now, when you're sitting there going, "Oh, I ain't going through nothing. Everything's fine." Good I mean, for good you. for you. Good for you. But if you got it, please help somebody out. Be be a blessing to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like like Pastor Chris Hill always says to us, like, you want to be blessed so you can be a blessing to somebody else. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. If I make it financially in my life, I'm going to make sure my tribe makes it too. I'm going to make sure Zim's eating good, JW's eating good, Noah's eating good. I'm going to make sure everybody's doing good in their life because those are my people. I'm going to take care of my people. Even even if I just met you and I welcome you to our village with open arms, I'm going to make sure you're good. Because that's how I was raised. That's how my mom and dad raised me. My, I, like you, I agree. Social media has dictated our lives so much. That we don't know how to be humans. Nope. We don't know how to be caring. Well, because it, the, we've made it, we've made it, um, we've made it cool to be a dickhead. We've made it cool to be an asshole. An asshole. We've made it. This, we have created this toxic environment. Environment. This cesspool we call life. This cesspool of life, and we all—not everybody, but those who. Those who, who, who dwell in it, those who, like, are all about it, and all those, all, all those who, like, they want to be more toxic than they want to be. And, and this is I just... Don't, that pisses me off. People want to be so toxic, and I want to know 
Why? What do you gain from being an asshole? This is why. This is my theory, and I tell people this all the time. They look at me like I'm crazy. I like theories. Let's talk about it. What's funny is I'm right, and I always say I'm right because I know how to read people. Mm-hmm. What's funny is is uh, people don't like, and this goes back to like. Sorry, I'm eating. But <laughs> this all goes back to like. Like, finding things that is your caveat to escape from reality. Mm-hmm. Because people are scared of emotions. Somewhere along the line, back, like, <coughs> five, six years ago, we made it not cool to be emotional. Take a drink, bro. We, like, we were, like... <laughs> like <clears throat> take a drink, bro, before you we, finish that point. <laughs> it was it was fine, and all of a sudden, like, everything was fine. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was like, nope, gotcha. I like, before you finish your point, take a drink. Take a drink. All right, continue. Um, <laughs> had to make sure you don't pass no, out. Okay. On uh, yeah. So, at at some point, because of social media and because of these stupid challenges and this shit that we oh these, God, and dude. all this dumb shit that we see on social media, we went. Oh yeah. Well, the cool thing is to not be emotional, and and of course, the whole fucking current trend of things being sassy and not being able to express yourself and like. You know, oh everyone God. wants to talk about oh, everyone my. wants to talk about mental health being important, but you do you will do the uh, absolute opposite to take care of somebody else's mental health. It doesn't Bro, matter if you're whole, in a friendship, partnership, sassy. business, whatever it oh is, your <laughs> cup fills my cup. And when I always there's a there's a iron sharpens iron. That's my for that's those my, of you who know motto. me. For those of you who know me, Adventure Time is my all time favorite. You know cartoon. you know what the saying in the and the chat saying is, is homies help homies always. And I cannot stress that enough. And it blows me, bro, when I offer the shirt on my back to people and they look at me like, well, what do you want? Nothing. Nothing. I just want you to... I want you to be okay. Or they'll, they'll, I like, want you to help the next man. That's right. What I they'll want. live... They'll That's like, the only thing I want. I'll let people come into my home and people are like, why do you keep letting people live with you? You live in a studio. Because they have nowhere to go or they may have somewhere to go and they are not safe there. Right. So I tell people all the time, hey, if you need a place to stay for a little bit... Cool. My door is always open. It's not much, but it's a safe place, and that's why I am so big on keeping my place cozy. Everybody that comes to my house always says, "Hey, man, your house is really comfy. Your house is very cozy. It's quiet. That's it's how peaceful. it is. That's how they tell. That's how like my my house is. Like my mom, my dad. Man, I'll tell you right now. I mean, let me brag on my parents for a minute. My parents. I've watched my parents give like their last dime to people, and then somebody was spit in their face. Right. Mm-hmm. But they still have the biggest and warmest hearts ever. They were, they'll do it again. Mom and dad let me live there for a little bit. Right. I'm like, I'm like, my parents, and like, other than, my parents yeah, teach me know, all I'm the like, time. I'm like the second son, so, you know. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're like the second kid. Like third, after Sierra. <laughs> <year. laughs> but like, but like, my parents will, like you said, they'll give the shirt off their backs. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. And I admire that about my parents, cause like I, I vowed to myself like nobody can stay in my house, cause the way they treat my parents. My mom and dad are like, no, don't be like that. Don't, don't, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like if people need your help, I'm always trying to be a light in the dark place for people. You know yep. what I'm saying? I'll give some. I, I believe in karma. I believe that you give. And I'm not doing you it. What you, I'm, a, I'm not giving it. I'm not, I'm not doing, doing it to, to get anything back. To get anything back, like there, like the other day, I gave a homeless dude five bucks. I knew what the fuck he was gonna do with it, but he needed it. 
Whatever right. it was, and people give go, it. And people tell me, oh, Chris, I'll pay you back. No, don't pay it back. Pay nope, it forward. Don't pay me back. Pay, pay it forward. forward. Go help somebody. I never, Be a ever blessing. expect people to pay me back. Ever. Ever. No. Unless it's like super important, you know. <laughs> but like, even then, I'm like, dude, just pay me when you can. And people, and it's so crazy the look that people give me when I'm like, yeah, man, you can stay with me as long as you want. Are you sure? Yeah, man, I don't care. They're like, bro, can I, you know, can you send me like 30 bucks? Or they're like, yeah, man, like, if I, I, if I got it, if I got it, I'll if I got it. it, you got it. We got to get away from this whole, if what I, are you going to do for me? If I got a dollar and my homie has nothing, we're going to go get two pies, little Debbie pies. We got ourselves. Right. We're eating. We're something. eating something. We're eating something. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, but like you said, like, I'll, I, the, I feel bad when I can't give to the homeless because I don't carry cash like that. Yeah. But I'm like, damn, like it sucks. But I really, really. I have a passion for people. I want to help people. And that's why I'm getting into the line of work that I'm getting into. That's why, hopefully, when I, you know, finish my diploma, or not my diploma, when I get my degree in cybersecurity and I start making pretty decent amount of money, I can give back to the community. I can. I can, mm-hmm. be, like, I can be like, hey, look, I, I work cybersecurity. I can build you a network that's going to be impenetrable to save your stuff from getting hacked, you know? like, And then... I can help. I can take the the money I make. I can just be like, "Hey, here's fifty bucks for people who need it." You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to be a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be able to help people find their way. And that and this all ties back to what we were saying about Bray. Because that's that's what Bray Wyatt would want us to do too. Any wrestler, any, any wrestler, those, any any, any performer, any athlete, any anybody, musician, anybody who entertains us, Let's anybody like who's an entertainer. Once the reason why they're doing what they do, what they're doing is because they want to provide a light in somebody's darkness, and I don't like fucking cliches because I just hate them. But, um, that like they're a light in somebody's darkness because they're providing some kind of comfort, some some kind of kindness, some kind of some kind of normalcy in a lot of people's chaotic lives because life is chaotic as shit, and we know it, and. I hate that mentality that people have nowadays, dude. We're more worried about ourselves and, and worrying about, like, what is so-and-so going to do for me? What is so-and-so? Like, I'm not, like, I ain't going to help nobody because ain't nobody help me. Nah, fuck that, bro. I get it. You know, like, I get it. I understand it. Like, it's it's shitty that you didn't have that, you didn't have that safety net. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have that, like... Like I under it's it sucks because I've been there, but that's why I'm willing to help people, man. Because you don't want people to be because, where you are. Yeah, I don't want people to be where I'm at, and I think that's like that's, that's the lack of compassion and the lack of love that we have for each other. It's is gone. It's amazing how it's upsetting. How, it's amazing how we lack humanity, man. and it, it it's all gone within the span of like because like ten, fifteen years ago, folks were looking out for each other, you know, and even like you said, like. Think about what blew up 10, 15 years ago. The internet. When when Facebook was just Farmville and, like, quizzes to see what burrito I was, life was simple, right? Like, when, when, like, when life was like, hey, I just sent you a Farmville request. That was sweet because we cared about each other still. You know, but now, also, mm. it's the fact that a lot of these people who are like that and they do have that toxic mindset have a platform. Right. And that they can spread their toxicity mm-hmm. amongst other people. Who have like-minded toxicity. Yeah, but they were afraid to say anything because they didn't want to get judged. And so now it's now it's like a domino effect. It's like a... It's definitely a domino effect. It's like a effect. parasite, dude. And so I want to... Okay, so it's, like... I, I call it a disease. It's just... it's just, It spreads, but you don't see how it's spreading. 
It just I was thinking about this the other day. Hurt people hurt people. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I was thinking about it because one of my friends, I'm not going to mention her name, but one of my friends just has a really shitty track record with dudes. And it's not her fault, but it's the fact that, like, every dude she's ever come in contact with has always done something to her where it's like, I'm grateful for you to be out of this situation because, good Lord, you could have ended, I could have been, I could have been saying this stuff at your funeral. So thank God you're still here and you got out of that situation. But it's the fact that these dudes, whether they were born, whether, I mean, they're not born with it, but whether they adapted it over life or whether they created, they had this like complex or they something, somebody along their path of life got, was affected by, was, was hurt. And Mm -hmm. so they went, well, instead of me breaking this cycle and becoming a better person, I'm going to carry what I have and put it onto them and I'm going to put it onto them and it's. I'm going to start, I'm going to affect them so that way they can spread this because fuck spreading positivity. It's either to spread negativity than it is a positivity because most, you know, believe it or not. And I, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't see the good in people a lot anymore. It's not that I don't want to. I'm just honest. And I read people very well. It's not that I don't see the good in people. I just, I just know people's intent. I just read people very well. So because it's it's the fact that we're easily we're we're attracted to negativity. That's why a lot of folks like to watch reality TV. They mm-hmm. like to they like to get into the messy drama shit because it's it's this, it's this negative shit. They they love it. And so they take it and they adapt it. Hey, like the news like this news ladies told us when we were in school in middle school cuz they came in to interview my dad cuz he was in the military. She says if it bleeds it reads. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. People don't want to read about people getting saved in a fucking fire. Nobody cares about that. But people want to see somebody die. Yeah. Like, You'll get more I was, views of I was, a dude getting shot on his live. I'm, you know what's crazy? You mentioned that because I was thinking about... Remember that rapper Indian Red Boy? That got what shot... His name? his name is Indian Red Boy. He was a... Indian um, Red Boy? Yeah, Indian Red Boy. I hated him. He was an Inglewood <laughs> family gangster, which is a blood set out in Inglewood, California. Um, One of his homies defaced a mural of Nipsey Hussle, right? And tagged his name, L.A. Capone. He was like, oh, yo, Capone, da 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 And that pissed off a lot of Crips. That pissed off a lot of Bloods. Yeah. And so he was on live with Indian Red Boy. And somebody just walked in Red, Bo- Red Boy's car and just let off shots. Pop, 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 pop. And, you know, this, we're watching this man die on live. And the thing, here's what shocked me the most, is how fast it spread over Facebook. I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I'm just like, I'm like, why... Can we spread positive images? Because like I said, but then I thought I thought to myself, people don't want to see positive; they want to see negative. Like I said, you'll get more images, you'll get more likes and clicks on a post about somebody getting ran up on and shot mm-hmm. than you would somebody going, "Hey, by the way, you know, I'm getting married. I'm getting married." Or "Hey, by the way, like I I've start- seen somebody post. I've seen, and I shit you not, I remember, I and I'm not talking shit." But I remember this day, I posted that I said I got a new job. I was really happy that I got the job. But that same day, somebody had taken screenshots about them and their ex in a dispute. That got more attention. And I'm not, I don't care. I, 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 really, I really don't care. No, but, but it's, it's just it's, an it's example. A, it's just a very interesting uh, I got like 10 likes. And everyone's like, you know, my friends are like, congratulations, whatever. This girl got 28 likes, 35 comments, and like two shares. Crazy. All because she exposed her ex. Right. And everyone's talking about, oh, you know, 
She's 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 you know out of a nasty relationship. We need to expose him. that shit too. I'm so tired of the whole like exposing. we need to exposing people. Stop airing your dirty laundry on social media. Right. Stop it. That's spreading look, negativity. Look, look, here, look here, look here, look here, look here. I am nosy. Okay. If you post everything between you and your boyfriend, I want the details. Okay. I'm and not, and no, 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 no. Let me explain. I want. Once you break up, don't try to delete posts and everything. I know like, what happened. Okay, like since since you want to post everything, what happened? And you can always tell when a girl gets out of a nice a nice relationship because she starts posting Bible verses and she never went to church a day in her life. Or she starts like quoting like. I'm gonna go like, see my man Jesus. Ooh, I'm like. Or she starts mm. like posting like sweetie lyrics or some shit like that. Right. <laughs> 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 like that's how you know a girl. You know, like she starts deleting pictures of her and her boyfriend. She I'm starts like, talking about like. Hot girl summer or something like that. Or she's like, mm, I need a man who can handle me. Like, what happened? What happened? Who, who she? Or, 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 or. <laughs> <laughs> the telltale sign of a relationship going bad is when they make a joint Facebook account. That shit. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> nope. I always, I always, the moment, the moment somebody tries to add me and they have a joint Facebook account, I'm like, which one of you cheated? <laughs> I know, I know one of you cheated for you to have a joint Facebook account. Like, come on now, my parents. My parents don't have a joint Facebook account. Mm-mm. You know why? Because my parents have been together for 35 years, married for 33. And they just had their anniversary, too. In February. It's been a while. Oh, well. The anniversary's on Valentine's Day. That's cool. You're right. Is that on purpose? Yes. Oh. <laughs> like, I thought it was accidental. No, no. Oh. It's a, they, they went and got eloped on that day. That's cool. But, we just, if, I feel like the world would be better without social media. I'm just tired of it, bro. I really am. And it's, it's the pro- so funny. The, but the ironic thing is we have to use social media to promote the podcast. Oh. Yeah, but at least we're doing it. We're spreading positivity. Right. And I'm not saying... Fuck, I'm going to get a billboard in downtown Denver. Just, I'm not saying because I hate overly positive people. They literally make my stomach hurt. I need a healthy balance. I have to have a healthy... Because, like I said, I'm not you don't have to be positive all the time, but we need more... We, as a society, need to be able to... Just trust each other and be able to let our confide in one confide another. in one another because like there's so many people I know that it's like bro I just don't trust anybody or like oh I hate the whole thing trust no one I'm like what do you mean trust no one why trust I, gets you killed bro trust like, gets you killed okay, bro whatever I'm like whatever dude like, I was I, like these people with okay. these this, these people with these mentalities dog they're the people that like hurt people and they Damn. yeah like I said hurt people hurt people and what I mean by that is it's like Somebody will come along in your life and they were hurt by somebody and it just it's like a parasite. It just goes to the next person until somebody mm-hmm. kills it. And nobody wants to because it's a lot easier to be an asshole and a piece of shit than it is to be a caring individual. It takes zero dollars and zero amount of energy. You're spending more energy telling people, Don't don't come for me, don't come to me for money. Now, here's the only caveat I have to that. If you only hit me up for money, yeah, and you don't hit that. me up for anything else, then okay, yeah, we got a problem. Right, that's that's what I was telling, <laughs> that's what I was saying in your post. Like I was like, I'm cool with helping people out, but if you ain't talked to me in like ten something years since we graduated right, high school, like, hey bro, let me hold a hundred dollars. Excuse me, well, what? Or like you only hit me up to ask for money. You don't ask how my parents are. You don't ask how my family is. You don't ask how I'm doing. Right. You just like, hey, bro, can I hold like thirty bucks? You didn't say hello to me. You didn't say nothing to me. Right, nothing. You just want to. You, I'm not your bank, bro. No, nah, bro, I'm not. Like, I'm willing to. Now, if you hit me up, 
and you have kids, you be like, hey man, look, I'm just, I'm short on cash, bro. I'm trying to buy my, buy, buy my child's formula. You got kids Formula's involved. Formula is expensive, but you got kids involved, bro. So I will help you raise mm-hmm. those. I'm not gonna help you raise. The I kids. help you. I'm helping the kids. I'm helping the kids out, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I no, but no child deserves to starve. Mm-mm. That's why it blew my mind that they <laughs> they reverse Roe v. Wade in the midst of a formula shortage. That I was shit. like, they, that they shit. Plan- I was like, what? I will have the conspiracy helmet on for a minute. They planned that shit. They had to. They had to. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you gonna force these women to have kids? We have nothing to feed the kids. They eat each other. What? <laughs> I, I was at Walgreens at the time, and our formula was empty. Like the shelf was empty. One of my homegirls with that was went without formula for like two weeks. It was crazy. It, yeah, it's, it's, I was it's like, horrible. you overturned Roe v. Wade in the midst of a formula shortage. Mm-hmm. Why? But I was just like, and then I was like, so when people bring kids involved. I will gladly help you raise, like, give you money for those kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, those are your kids and not my kids, but I want your kids to eat, so right? there you go. Everybody got to eat, you know what I'm saying? Everybody right. got to be able to have a meal, you know? <laughs> I'm like... Food in their belly. Right. Food over their head. It's basic shit, too. Right. And it's like, if the government is not going to take care of us, which they are not doing... Oh, absolutely. Then right. we need to come together even more so now to take care of each other. All they're doing is raising the price on shit that is basic necessities. Like, we're the only country in the world that you have to pay to go to the doctor. And instead of being like, oh, you know, like, I'm you know going what? to the doctor because I got a broken leg and they're going to fix it and they're not going to charge anything because it's a basic necessity. I'm like, Bro, fuck I, it. I, I'm I just wanna... going to shove some sticks between my legs and wrap some paper to towel, towels around it and then get some sticky glue Bro, like, and ass, it together. Dead ass. I watched the dude who broke his arm at Walgreens, right? I was like, Bro, why don't you go to the hospital? I don't have insurance. I don't need money, bro. I was like, damn. That's all I could say was, like, damn. That's all you can say. Damn. So, here's my thing. This is going to be a call to action. What if a million so Americans said, fuck it, we're not going to work till you, bro- till you uh, lower the prices on things? What if... What are you going to do then? What if a million Americans said, we're not paying rent till you lower the price of rent? What, what if then? What if a million Americans said, we're not buying gas today? Cool. Right? Cool. Like, like, think about that. What, I'm gonna put it. Too, like, uh, you got these million dollar corporations too. Like I got this. Got I got this started part like started positive about Barry, Barry White and everything. I'm like, nah, we need to overthrow the government now. Oh, it's not even <laughs> overthrowing the government. I'm just saying, like, we need to come together, take care of each other. It's still the same thing. Anarchy. Same <laughs> like, no, 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 no. But for real, like, it all ties together to Bray Wyatt because, like I said, we need to start taking care of each we other. We just gotta take care of each other. Like, fuck all that bullshit. Fuck all that bullshit. That's why. Why do you think? Friend, why do you think I make it a mission to whenever I see another black man, I want that black man. No, hey man, we're not enemies. We're friends. We're friends, bro. That you, you, my dog. I'm your dog. We're in this together. I'm making a mission to help all my friends. It doesn't matter. And it, like I said, I've given friends like they're like, hey man, I hate to ask you, but like you got like five dollars. It'd be my last five dollars. I don't get paid for another two weeks. And I'm like, I got you, bro. And they're like, yeah, but you know, you need to. You need to uh, get to work. Hey, man, I'll figure it out. I'll be okay. But you need this more than I do. Right. Like, you need this. This isn't like, we are together. Like, you know, and it, it just sucks that we lost our way somewhere. I, I don't know when or I where. where. It, like, we, just got, we just got to come back to it, though. We just got to come back to it. And check on your people. Like, send a text. Ooh, fucking. What the fuck is that? Tyler. Oh. Uh... Send a text, you know, fucking make sure everyone's okay, you know? It's like, and like I said, it takes zero effort to take care of somebody. 
right? That's it's just yeah, it sucks because a lot of people are gonna listen to this and be like, oh, it's just they're just like, oh, it's corny to be positive or it's corny to be. Well, fucking, fuck it, we're corny then. Fuck it, I'm corny. Like I'll gladly be corny, goddammit. Yeah, like I mean, I. I hate it that, like, being nice to people is such a weird thing to people. People aren't used to it anymore. People just aren't used to being nice. Like, I mean, there's either there's either the people that, like, they're not used to being nice, or they think that they're, like, obligated to being nice. Like, they expect it. And I'm like, I get it, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, when, when, when Bray died, it kind of, like, it was kind of scary, because, like I said, I posted that status on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, you know, it was just me just opening up. It wasn't like I wasn't like expecting anything. But then Bray died, and I was like, holy shit, like that really means like we got to check on our people because like he right. died instantly. And then the first thing that happens when the nigga died, some dickhead on the internet decides to start using his shit for clout. Yep. So instead of him being like, hey guys, let's just use his death, let's celebrate his death, like he wouldn't want this. Celebrate his life, you mean? Like, celebrate his life, yeah, let's, you know, let's watch his moments on Peacock and stuff like that. Right. Let's do that. Instead, he's like, no, you can't. No, no, I'm going to be negative about the whole situation. I'm like, dude, you're part of the problem. Right. Plain and simple. To, la- to land this plane, long live Terry Funk, long live Bray Wyatt. Let's just, in, in their honor, let's just try to be more positive. To one another. That's all. Mm-hmm. But as, as, that's um, my final message. As one, as a great man once said, "I am the color red in the world of black and white." So, to quote him, and rest in peace. I he says he, another quote that he says is he says that I was afraid. I lost my way, but then I came to you, and you made... You, I came to you people, and you made me feel like myself again. And I think we really need to live... I think we really need to nibble on that. Mm-hmm. I think we really need to grab onto that idea about it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where your walk of life is. It doesn't matter the situation. Somebody, Somebody's life is, is in black and white. And you're the color that they need. And as corny and shit, as weird as that sounds, it applies. It makes a lot of sense, though. That's what I'm saying. And it's, <laughs> you are the you are the color in somebody's life that they need. And who knows, dude, you could be saving their life all because you just said hello. Or right. all because you said, hey, man, how you doing? Or, right. hey, man, you want to come get some food? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you don't know, your people. You don't know the battles people have been going through. You so, know. you know, to end it on that note, you know the socials. You know where to find us. Mm. Hope let's make this week a positive week. Yeah, it's, it's, right. it was a tough. It was a tough last couple of days, but we'll make it through. We'll be all right. And uh, and and speaking for the to, wrestling fans, we'll be okay. To, you know? to quote Kendrick Lamar, we gonna be all right. Hug if you see a wrestling fan, hug them. They're they're gonna need it. Cash up your wrestling fans fifty bucks, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know who would cash up us fifty bucks right now. No, you know who needs cash that 50 bucks because he's fucking stupid? Kevin, Kevin Hart. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you doing racing in the NFL you play. No, you thought I was going to let that shit slide. <laughs> Hell no. Chief you Keith, thought I was Chief Keith, President Chief Keith wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have gotten his track off. <laughs> I saw that shit. I was like, this thing, everyone was like, oh, I saw the news roll. I was like, Kevin Hart in a wheelchair. I was like, what happened? What do you this do? This dumb nigga. <laughs> he 
running back, not stretching, and I'm gonna take my shit. And you fucking goof, fucking goof monster. And now you in a wheelchair. Fucking stupid. All right, y'all know what to do. Cash up, Kevin Hart, fifty bucks. All right, we love y'all. Peace.